that's that's even crazier. I had never even been here. I was bored and needed something big. And I sold everything I owned and packed my car and drove here. So what? Yeah, and it worked out. It did. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Women in Beer. I'm your host, Alicia Haskew. And before we get into who our next guest is, I wanted to just say a quick thank you to everyone who's reached out, sending me messages and DMs, telling me how much they're enjoying the show. Uh, It really means a lot because while there are only just a few of you, your notes and messages have really meant the world to me. And I've had guests follow up telling me how much they enjoyed it. And it's not an ego stroke. It's just helping me remember that I am doing this uh, for the greater good of women in beer and not just talking to myself all day. So thank you so much. And if you're interested on being in the show, I've had a lot of people reach out saying that they are. You can just email me at womeninbeershow at gmail.com and we'll start the conversation. If you are in the craft beer industry in any capacity, um, I'd love to chat with you. So shoot me an email. But back to our next guest. Uh, Her name is Kimberly and she is with Frothy Beard Brewing Company in Charleston, South Carolina. I had the great pleasure of stopping into Frothy Beard while I was there visiting family in Charleston and I have to say that the beer was so amazing. We had a couple of flights and tried them all and uh, Kimberly is actually drinking the tangerine sour on the call and uh, that was something that I was able to taste while I was there and let me tell you that sour was chef's kiss. So definitely recommend tasting that if you stop in. So let's get into it. Here's Kimberly from Frothy Beard. Enjoy. Please subscribe and leave a review. And again, if you're interested on being in the show or know someone who is in the craft beer industry, um, send them my way and we'll chat. I am Kimberly Arnold. Um, I work at Frothy Beard Brewery in Charleston, South Carolina. And I am their lead brewer. First of all, welcome. I'm really happy you um, responded and signed up for my show. And I did bring a beer. It's a Gainesville awesome. beer. It's called Swamp Head Brewery. Okay, I've heard of them. Okay, Stomp Knocker. Are you drinking <laughs> one of your beers? Um, so I have. I am currently double fisting. <laughs> nice. I love it. What yes. you got going on in there? Uh, so this is the Tangelorian uh, Tangerine Sour from Frothy Beard. So that sounds probably, yummy. It is very good. Yeah, it's very good. It's I a, like this one. Tangerine's like a winter fruit or a fall mm. fruit. So definitely, perfect timing. Definitely. Yes, very good. And then I have a a fun um, cider <laughs> on the other side. Um, so how did you get into brewing and? And where did it all begin? Tell me the story. Oh man, brewing. If if you asked me eight years ago, if I would be even working in a brewery. I would have laughed in your face. That was not what I did. I barely drank beer. Uh, it was just not my thing. And then I I was a hairstylist for years, and I loved chemistry of color and all that stuff. So when I moved to Charleston from Connecticut, I 
was trying to find a job. And I found a part-time job in a hair salon. And then I found a part-time job in a brewery. So where I work, we, everyone gets a brew day so that you can describe the tanks, be a better server to customers. You can answer the questions better, I guess. And I was like, well, I love this. How do I do this? I want to do this. I want to make beer. Uh, the science is mind-blowing. And it's it was just something challenging and something brand new. So I dove into it and volunteered every chance I could. And then finally, they were like, hey, you want to work like one day back here? I was like, yeah. And then it slowly just... You want to go full-time back here? Absolutely. Um, almost five years later, here we are as their <laughs> lead brewer. So it's it's been a wild, crazy ride. I do drink beer now, so that's a plus. <laughs> it helps when you're tasting the beer, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I love the connection between you being wanting to be a hairstylist because it is a lot of chemistry and mixing of colors. Of course, you don't want to like ruin someone's right. scalp or anything. Right. <laughs> exactly. Brew a bad beer. Like that's a bummer. But if you, <laughs> you ruin someone's hair. And that's a bigger one. Cool. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Um, yeah. So what brought you down to Charleston? I mean, why? Why? Oh, man. That's that's even crazier. I had never even been here. I was bored and needed something big. And I sold everything I owned and packed my car and drove here. So what? Yeah, and it worked out. It did. <laughs> Luckily. <laughs> so when you yeah. when you moved down, did you know that? I mean, obviously not craft beer, but like hair. I had no beer. plan. Yeah, no plan. No plan. Just nothing. Decided to come down. Yeah, it was like, go. <laughs> I actually moved during an ice storm. Well, so I was, I was like running away from the snow and ice. So. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so I just went south. <laughs> yeah. So when you started working um, at the brewery, that was that not frothy? Was that frothy beard? Yes. Okay. So you've been there the whole time. The whole time. So tell us a little bit more about your experience, like from the beginning and how it revolutionized to being head brewer now. Oh, I started in the tap room. Swarm uh, beer, learning slightly about beer. Um, and then I had my first brew day where I got to do, you know, they walked me through everything, which was awesome. And then we, started canning our beer for the first time years ago. So we would use Ironheart, the mobile canning line. They would come in and I would volunteer to help them like with the pack out with anything. This is when canning was fun. When you don't have to do all the work. But I I don't know. I, every time I could get back there, I mean I would. I was like, can I you need your floor scrub? Like I'll clean the floor. I don't I don't really care. I just want to get back there and figure it out and so washing kegs and there was you know they taught me how to clean tanks and then it was like all right well you know you're pretty good at this let's uh 
let's work you into the brewer, like, like be like the assistant to the head brewer. So it was a lot of fun. And I learned so much. And then it was nonstop reading so many books, like in my spare time, just trying to grasp the science and wishing I paid more attention to science in school, everything. It was, um, it still is. I mean, it never stops. So it's always fun to find the new books and read them and things just continue to make more sense along the way. And it's, I don't know. I love it. It's great. So you um, pretty much started from the tap room up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> head yeah. Oh yeah. In five years, um, which is very impressive because Thanks. I mean, to learn all the ins, ins and outs and kind of be in charge of the whole back of house, you know, brewing situation is, is yeah. a huge difference between yeah. working part-time and a tap room. So yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so for sure. Did you ever do like experiments at home, like any home brewing or anything? I actually homebrewed one time. And I yeah, I know. I'm I'm very lucky that I got to just start on a big system. But I did homebrew one time with my neighbor. And I had already started working in the back. So I was with a keg washer at the time. And I think her and I sat in the kitchen drinking wine and watched her husband do it. So that was my homebrewing experience. Um, I think it's crazy the things that homebrewers come up with. I think it's amazing. I love it. Um, I, I kind of wish I got a little bit more into it on a smaller scale first, but I don't know. It still amazes me that I made it this far. So if you were going to beer brew a beer at home, what kind of beer would you brew? Oh man. Uh, at home. Mm-hmm. Given what you know and how difficult oh, the process is. If I wanted it to be good and have a lot of people like, yeah, this is super drinkable. I think I would just brew like an IPA. Yeah. That's make that's, it super easy. Yeah. That's my go-to. I love IPAs. Very good. Yeah. The hops, all the hops. I know. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite beer? Oh, that is, that is a question. It depends on, it depends on everything. Uh, My mood, what's in season. If you're in a sad mood, what do you drink? (laughs) A sad mood. Um, Well, (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's, it's so hard to think about. It's so hard to think about because it's always like, all right, you know, we just like walk out. We know what's on tap, so we just kind of pour one, and then mm-hmm. you kind of get stuck on like your go tos a little bit. Yeah. Um, I actually really like. We have uh, this beer artist called They Came from Mars, and it's a Belgian triple. And it's, I think it's pretty good. I like it. It's not super banana-y or Chloe, but it's, I guess, job done. Yeah. Pretty good. Awesome. And what are some of the beers that, I mean, how long have you been a head brewer? Um, just over a year. Okay. And so, so what are some of your like profile, like flavor profiles that you've kind of concocted over the the last year, you know, for the brewery or just, you know, not all of them, obviously. There's only <laughs> really so, so many, so, but yeah, yes. Um, it's so, it's pretty funny. So I work really super close with uh, one of the owners here mm-hmm. who is 
I mean, we are side by side daily. It's great. Um, I would be so lost without him. He definitely, every recipe that's been a new beer that we've come out with for probably the last two, maybe three years, I've been asked my opinion about, or just, you know, hey, we're going to try to bring something like this, start doing your research, start looking stuff up, and then come together and we'll build a recipe. So that's been fun. The past year, um, I've done my first barley wine, um, my first scotch ale, a lot of barrel aging has happened, which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, man. There's a lot. <laughs> now that you're thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Even just, um, I actually um, had a very well-known home brewer in our community. She came and helped me write a recipe for the Brewster beer program. So it's like all, all female brew day and a bunch of breweries do it. So that was pretty fun. We did a dark saison. So wow. that came out really good. Uh, we zested a lot of oranges. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I mean, I'm pretty proud of that one too. So tell me more about this Brewster's thing. That's exciting. Oh man, Brewster's is awesome. It's a, it's a program started by, her name is Sarah Gale. And she is the, one of the owners of Tradesmen, which is also Johnson Brewery. And I want to say, I'm not really sure how long, but so it's been going on for a really long time. And it always ends with during Charleston Beer Week, there's like events. And so they host an event. And so the month prior, every brewery that wants to get in on it, they host their brew day and buy a bunch of women ever. And then they're all released on the same night at their brewery. Oh, so it's like this huge party, um, a lot of like charities and stuff. So it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that sounds amazing. So the crew, the the craft beer crew in Charleston, like it's a good vibe. Oh yeah, Um, I've never seen anything like it. Everyone is close. We all help each other. We all are there for each other and just support each other. It's great. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I forgot to order something or ran out of something last minute and I'm on the phone and someone always comes through and vice versa. You know, there's certain expensive parts that not everyone has. And hey, do you mind if I borrow this? Sure. Of course. Like, that's what it is. It's it's a community, which is great. Yeah. And it sounds like you too, like you kind of have a mentor as a, as the owner uh, with the owner, I should oh, say. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, one of them, uh, Joey. He, I mean, even all all three of the original owners are here constantly. You know, close to all of them. Joey and I are very hand-in-hand. And, like, we're in it together, like, in the daily. But, yeah, it's it's been really nice having a group of supportive men helping me get here as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's always, and they've always had girls in their brew house, which is awesome. Um, I, I think I'm the fourth female brewer we've had. Wow! In in like a ten years span, that's impressive. 
Yeah. And I mean, they've all gone on to do like much bigger, crazy, wild things. So mm-hmm. in beer. So it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Do you still keep in contact with them? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, my friend Erin, she works for White Labs, which is where a lot of brewers get their yeast. So that's pretty crazy. She took the science to a whole new level. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, super proud of her. I'm so glad to hear your story. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thanks. It's such a, I don't know. It's not like a crazy story, but. But it's still inspiring. It's and you know, yeah. what's really cool about it is that you worked your way up because a lot of the, the brewers that I've talked to, like they, yeah, they started in a, in a brewery, but they also, not necessarily in the back of house, but kind of got more like the formal education part of it and you know yeah. and, and you were more of a hands-on like yeah let me wash kegs <laughs> let me scrub the floor let me yeah for clean sure. the pipes I don't know everything yeah. yeah one of my biggest downfalls is my vocabulary in brewing I always I I admit this every time I'm doing a brew day for people like my vocabulary sucks um back here while warning you I'm a doer more than I know why I'm doing things. Um, the past three years, I've started to really focus on figuring out the why. So, you just do it because you know important. to do it. Right. And then yeah. it's like, oh, that's because of this. And okay, well, if I do it like that, it's going to come out this way. And it's, you know, trial mm-hmm. and error. And it's working yeah. for me. And it's, working. It's, not to, it's not to discount the fact that you also mentioned that you read a ton of books. Oh, my God. Your free so time. many. And I'm still going back. Yeah. And going through them sometimes, and I'm like, why the hell would I highlight that? That that part was not important. <laughs> this part over here is that I probably didn't even read. And it's it's yeah. pretty funny what sounds important versus what is important. So. And you know, <laughs> you're like a forever learner. You know, one of those people oh, that yeah. just like keeps consuming more and more information. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, going back to like the community part, the best part of it is everyone wants to answer your questions and everyone wants to help you. And you start talking about one thing and three people could jump in and be like, oh, well, I would do it this way. And it's like, oh, really? Well, I might do it this way. I'm like, oh, wait, that's a great idea. And, you know, and it like keeps evolving. So it's pretty, I don't know. It's just great that everyone wants to help. And yeah. Oh, I was going to ask you about fellow craft beer folks. Do you guys like meet, like have like intentional meetings or do you just yes. kind of just oh, yes. do? For oh, sure. I yeah. love that. Um, we actually have one tomorrow night. It's the South Carolina Brewers Guild. And uh, we have a meeting. I think it's like every like regional meeting, it's like once a month. And it's tomorrow night. Nice. Do you guys host yeah. it at different um, breweries? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. So everyone kind of takes turns. Every time you're like, I'm only going for an hour. And then it's like, all right, get a bunch of brewers in a room. And it's like 2 a.m. before we know it. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. can see that unfolding. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, pretty drunk. <laughs> way too much fun together. And I don't know. Everyone's just like proud of each other. Like, oh, you got to try this. You got to try this. It blows my mind how much of a, like, a family and community it is. Yeah. That's awesome. great. Yeah. It is. I'm definitely going to have to stop in next time I'm in Charleston when I force my husband to take me with him. Yes. Please Um, do. 
But I do always like to end on the question of if you were talking to someone who was interested in getting into craft beer, specifically a woman in beer, um, what sort of advice would you give her? Don't stop trying. I got told no three times before they would let me wash kegs. Um, do your research. Never stop learning. Don't be afraid to get dirty. <laughs> it's not a it's not a pretty job for sure, but it's satisfying. Also, some guys can suck and choose widely. Hopefully that's changing, but you know, some people still suck. Don't put yourself in bad situations. Hopefully there aren't bad situations, but you can do it. <laughs> Everyone can. That's a lot of fun. I don't know. That probably isn't the best answer. I love it. It was good. Stand up for yourself. You know? Yeah. Also, don't be afraid to ask for help. I guess that is important. Um, Kegs are heavy. Pallets can be heavy. Um, It's not worth hurting yourself. Ask for help. That's a big one. There's no shame in not being able to lift 300 pounds. (laughs) Come on. Yeah. Fine. It's okay. So that's that's probably a big one. Don't hurt yourself. Bend knee wise. Bend at the knees. <laughs> Lift with the knees. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. The Protect Lift your the back. <laughs> Protect your back at all costs. Yeah. Sure. Sound yeah. advice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I just your story is very unique to from from a lot of the ones that I've heard so far. So just know that it's super cool (laughs) that you worked your way up and and you know in five years I mean it seems like a long time but also you probably like remember it like a day ago that you just started god yeah it seemed it definitely seems crazy I mean being here with the guys and seeing them on their very first canning day like with a, a mobile canning line coming in and helping them and then we have our own canning line now. It's just crazy watching the growth and seeing the changes and everything. Yeah. I mean, it never stops. And it's, yeah. And Frothy Beard is growing, right? Yeah. We have a satellite location in Somerville right now, awesome. which is fun. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's more of just like another tap room. It's a step okay. in the right direction, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah for <laughs> sure. I mean, we're so we're all a bunch of like video game nerds, and it, you know, there's video games everywhere. It has a different vibe than the main location, but it's still us. And where can we find you or <laughs> and or Frosty Beard online? Um, everything is like Kim underscore Burley for me and um, Frosty Beard Brewery. They have all the things. I only have Instagram and Facebook. You need much more than that, though. Like, yeah, I don't. I can't. It's too I much can't to keep up, up with. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't get addicted to another app. I know. Who has time for that? Yeah. And what right? is coming up for you, or what oh, is coming up God. for Frothy Beer? Anything new coming up? I know. I have a lot of ideas for this upcoming year. Uh, fun events and parties. Ooh. Uh, yeah. And our 10-year anniversary is coming up in March. So that's exciting. Awesome. Well, uh, oh, we have a big party. A what? 
That would be a big party. For sure. Oh yeah, definitely. I'll keep my eye on social so I can reshare it, but um, let me know and I'll do what I can. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Awesome. But That's thank funny. you so much for uh, coming. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. All All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it while drinking a tasty beer, of course. If you did, please be sure to subscribe and leave me a review. And if you're a woman in the beer industry that wants to be on the show, shoot me an email at womeninbeershow at gmail.com. Or you can send me a DM on Instagram. I am at womeninbeershow. And if you're not shooting me a DM, give me a follow anyways. And you can follow along and get some little hints of who is going to be next on my show. Stay tuned for next week when I drink another beer and chat with more women in the beer industry. 